There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On a mission and get high up and My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I am back from my COVID vacation at <laughs> that home. That was not vacation. Right. Uh, but we were just talking about Madonna and Madonna. our social media manager, uh, Quinn, who is in his 20s, I think. And he was like, Yeah, that doesn't really. My generation doesn't care about Madonna and Cher and well, Celine and Adele. And right. Yeah, it, it all came because we've been talking about this Madonna tour and concert uh, that she's doing. And I was like, I I have a hard time wondering if she's going to sell out stadiums any longer because it's Madonna. And while you and I love her and adore her, and so does our generation. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say maybe a little younger, but then also much older, right? Like people all the way, you know, there are yeah. people probably... Yeah. Ten years older than us, or at least. if not, yeah, right. Who are fans? I'm like, I don't know if people like under thirty uh, know what a Madonna is, <laughs> right? And then we had a, a wonderful conversation with Quinn, where he was like, "Yeah, these people, they're not. They're I don't know. We these don't people. connect with them. <laughs> yeah, yes. they don't have any emotional connection to Madonna. Share, don't care." And then you ask, like, well, who do you think, uh, you know, who's going to be the next big thing? Who's going to be the next legacy artist then of your generation? And he had a hard time coming up with that answer. I said Taylor Swift for sure. And he goes, maybe. It's just hard to tell. Like, he doesn't even want to commit to Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, or anything. He's like, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. They could disappear in a couple of years. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, I just think, to me, the biggest challenge, and I don't know, again, I feel like this about a lot of things in our culture, entertainment, pop culture, otherwise, like, when you and I were younger, before Mm -hmm. the age of the internet and social media, like, we kind of all were on the same page. Here's a perfect example. Gina LaBridget just died. Most beautiful woman in the world. That's what they used to call her, right? Yes. Actress. Um... Italian actress. Italian actress. I grew up not really knowing much about what a Gina Lola Brigida was, but I had that head or that name in my head and I knew it meant beautiful woman. Yeah. Because she, but that's not my generation. I didn't grow up watching her movies, but like we all at that time were sort of on the same page about like pop culture influences, right? Because we all watched the same three TV shows channels yes we all read the same like two newspapers same five magazines whatever it was so when old people got excited about something we would know about it because it was we'd be seeing it kids today like there are so many different places for people to find the things that make them happy that i don't know that we have that shared experience experience and so Mm -hmm. i wonder other than like maybe taylor swift maybe beyonce like 
that there is going to be room for, you know, like all of the artists that we've grown up loving and even grew up like were already a thing before we came along that we could appreciate. I mean, you and I could appreciate acts that had their heyday long before we arrived. Right, like the Beatles. Yeah. You know, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Et cetera. Exactly. So I just wonder if like it just becomes increasingly hard for. And if you want to chime in on this, please give us a call. Uh, 651-641-1071. Who is your legacy artist that you care about and you think is going to stand the test of time? Like Madonna is 60. And so she's 64. She'll be 65 this year. So she, this is 40 years. She's been an artist. So she can get her social security. Maybe that's why she's doing this last tour. She can't get her social security. 65. Yeah. Well, she's not there yet. Maybe she's run out of money. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe she's just doing this because she's about to, you know, (laughs) right. I'm kidding. Uh, She's the same age as my mom, actually. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So call us and let us know who you think is yours. What, what, what is your thought beyond like when you look around other than Taylor Swift, are there, is there anyone you see as a potential legacy artist or somebody who has that depth and breadth of appeal? I think, um, in, unless he just completely stops doing music, Justin Bieber will be mm. around. I think he'll continue to make music. I think that, um, Taylor Swift for sure will be around forever. Yeah. And then you've got Selena Gomez who in her own right is I mean, sold out stadiums for sure for Selena Gomez. It's it's insane. Ariana Grande, is she in the list? Beyonce for sure. Yeah. So I would say Taylor Swift and Beyonce and Justin Bieber are my only sure things. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder, do, like 20-year-olds, like, are they, are those, I don't know, who are they getting excited for? Like, because a lot of music now is getting you know, broken on TikTok. It's like people who funnel their way up through TikTok. It's not these like legacy recording studios who are oh, putting right. out new artists, right? Like the last person who did that was probably Billie Eilish. That's true. We do have some people on the line. Do you oh, want to Oh, great. Yeah, let's phones? talk to them. Let's talk to Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Hey, Leslie. Hello. Who do you think is a legacy artist? Well, again, like I was saying, I'm, I'm, you and um, Don's age, okay. And that Gen X thing, and I totally agree with you about Madonna. Yeah, she's well living legacy because I think our generation has so many with um, with Prince and Michael Jackson True. and even Janet Jackson, and I think probably next in line would be Beyonce, and I guess Taylor Swift would be on that yeah. too or whatever. But yeah, I. But I, the millennials and the um, Gen Zers do know who Madonna is. Ju- they just don't feel her. Yeah, they yeah. don't That's care. Yeah. Following her on TikTok. Yeah, That's absolutely. right. Exactly. That Thank is you, what Leslie. we were saying. Thank you, Leslie. Have a great day. You want to go to Vanessa? Yeah, Vanessa. What do you think? Hi, Vanessa. What do you think? Hey, Vanessa. Who do you think is a legacy artist? Vanessa's All right, we're going to let Vanessa try again. Pole. Should we add <laughs> Heather, the North Pole? Uh, Heather. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the uh, Bradley and Dawn show. Who do you think is a legacy artist? Who do you think is a legacy <laughs> artist? You guys are silly. Uh-huh. Mariah Carey. Mm. Okay, yes, yes. Love Mariah. And I just am listening to her audio mm-hmm. book. I oh. suggest it. Oh, okay. What do you love Probably about it? Probably not the best writing, but that's not the point. So. Yeah, we don't care. 
Okay. No. <laughs> what have you learned? Have you learned anything fascinating about Mariah? I did. I actually really did. And it's, of course, written her. She's got a big head, I know, but. Yeah. Don't we all? I would say the first three hours is really, really broke it down that she's not at all what we think. Mm. But we really like to stereotype she is, air quotes, princess. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think so. Okay. I love her. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Thanks. What were you going to say? I know that she did have a hard upbringing, and, um, you know, that's something I learned about Mariah. You know, yeah. the, she deserves all the fame and all the diva status. You know, she leans into it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Have you ever been to elf school? Oh, I haven't, but I'm thinking about going, and I know where to find one. Are you going to tell us about it when we come back? <laughs> yeah. Don's going to elf school <laughs> when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Yeah. Yes, you do, my talkers. And my friends at Hero have been keeping the Twin Cities warm and cozy for over a 100 years. You know, this time of year, keeping your house warm is practically at the top of everyone's priority list. Obviously, if you don't have heat, that's an emergency. And Hero can get your heat back on so that you and your family are safe. But what if there's something else going on that needs the attention of an expert? I mean, you might have a room in your home that doesn't get enough heat or maybe one that gets too much. Maybe you're hearing weird noises or you smell something funky, like something died in your heater. I hope not, but that could happen. It could be an issue of efficiency, and it could be costing you a lot of money every month that's uh, increasing your energy bills. All of those things, all of those are reasons to call my friends at Hero. Whether you've got a boiler, a furnace, whatever your heating situation, in most cases, they can fix it on the same appointment. Call Hero today, and you'll get $57 off your repair. Call Hero.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's a My Talk production with Mike Ganger helming it, and we are the stars. Right here. I'm Dawn. That's I'm Bradley a star! Bradley Trainer. Um, so we have this little segment here because there's so many unknown and mysterious things in our world and out in space that we want to know more about. Here we go. What is that? Unsolved mysteries of the unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. Right. Dawn's taking us to elf school. I am elf school. Are you an elf? Um, maybe I don't know. I'd I have to go to elf to school elf. to figure it out. Okay. I always do. I when I'm in public, I look around a store or anyone around me, and I do Lord of the Rings casting. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And so I I'm will whisper in. to MC, and I'll go. That's a dwarf. Dwarf. Or I'll elf. go elf. Troll. Troll. Well, we've got lots of trolls on the internet. We sure anyway. do. Yeah. So back to elf school. You can actually go to elf school. Do you ever school. say man? Hey, man. What? No, I'm saying like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, man. I do. Lord I of the thought... Rings casting. Because, you know, there's hobbits. Oh, but man. Like oh, just humans. Human? Yeah. Oh, like, that... no. I don't. But that's good. That is good. We need to work in humans. Like, hey, man. No. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I took you off track. Elf. Okay, elf school. I thought you wanted me to say elf man school or just like, sometimes I say, hey guys. Hey guys. Anyway, so go to Reykjavik and you can go to this elf school. Um, basically, you learn all thing, all kinds of things about hidden people in Iceland, which a lot of the population actually believes that there are elves. It's a higher than average number of citizens are believers 
in elves. Are these like elves? Like, are these like Lord of the Rings elves? Or are these like Mm-mm. Irish fairies? Like fairies, yes. So they truly believe that elves live in these hills, in Demdare Hills. <laughs> they li- And so they will actually, the road construction people will ask folklore people to come in when they see a big hill and ask them, are there elves in there? Because we're diverting the road around it. That's uh-huh. truly something that happens. Uh, Alexis went to Iceland on a trip. Okay. Important overseas. And she said that absolutely. It's a, it's true. So you'll see a road. They won't drill through like a rock. They will put uh, it around because, because they don't there. want to disturb the elves. It's disrespectful. Oh, and the God. elves live in the rock. I don't want to screw with elves. I don't either. I don't because... want to screw with any non-human creatures. Right. Like even if it's, even if you told me categorically that is not true, because mm. I can hear the skeptics Dawn, that's a load of hooey. Right, you can't. I'm fine that. with that being hooey, but I ain't chancing it and shan't be drilling holes through Icelandic hills lest I end up dead with like a spoon in my mouth or, you know, like whatever yeah. weird elf thing. I just yeah. imagine that you come across <laughs> bodies of a guy with like, you know, yeah. a spoon in his mouth and they're like, oh, it's the elves. Well, or the elves have come for him. They basically attribute them to good luck and bad luck, too. Okay. So, uh, so if you have good luck, it's from the elves. That's right. And if you have bad luck, it's also from the elves. So you better pay them respect. There was an Icelandic parliament member who had a 30 ton boulder that he nearly escaped a car crash because of this boulder that fell. And he was like, the elves saved me. And so he had the 30-ton boulder moved near his home because he believed that the local elves inside the boulder used their magic to save him. Now, you said there's an elf school. Why does anybody go to elf school? Like, what's that? Not to be an elf. No. They, to learn about fairies, trolls, dwarves, gnomes, and all the other supernatural fauna. The elfin creatures. But they really mainly focus on elves. Uh, You can take this class. It's a five-hour class if you're there as a tourist. And then you get to take a tour of hidden folk habitats. And, like, you go out, they will show you where the elves live, basically. I would be scared. Because I just feel like the elves would be like, you're making a tourist destination out of my home. I I just don't (laughs) want to tick them off. Okay, right. right? You're very scared of elves. I'm just, I'm very superstitious when it comes to stuff like that. Even if it's not part of my culture. Right, right. Well, you can leave them, like, little treats and things. Oh, really? What do elves like? Icelandic elves. Probably, like, rotten shark class. Rotten shark meat. Well, that's, that's what they eat in Iceland, right? Sure. Yes. I'm sure like some type of uh, booze. They wouldn't <laughs> mind that. Like a little vial, though, because they're elves. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a little tiny tincture. Tiny, like, like yeah. of, well, of, that wouldn't um, cost much. You know, Alexis brought me something. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thing called, um, it's, it's some booze from Iceland. Okay. And it was called like, it's called like Black Death. Oh, God. And it was this super strong liquor. Okay. It was it was like Everclear or some type of liquor that was made there. Did you and drink it? 
I did, especially when I was moving and it was negative 20 below and I had nothing left. Like I, it was the day I had to get everything out and I was breaking down boxes and I'm like, I'm just going to go in and take a nip of this. (laughs) You know what? I did like three shots over three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Taking three shots within three hours (laughs) of something called black death. It was doesn't sound like a great idea. What happened? Well, it warmed me up. I could get through it. I mean, it was really cold, but then you just didn't even feel it when you're moving a lot and working around, especially that liquor (laughs) (laughs) right down into my gullet. I mean, so maybe we should leave them some of that. You, By the way, if you go to this elf school, which if I went to Iceland, which I have dreams of doing, I don't think it's that in, it's kind of inexpensive to go to Iceland. Well, I feel like it's just super achievable. I don't think, I feel like if you want to, you should go. I like Iceland Air does deals all the time. Yes. And it's pretty affordable, especially a lot of people will do like a stop off trip before they head to Europe because they'll have such good deals. They'll essentially incentivize people to stop off in Iceland on their way to mainland Europe. I want to go into the hot springs because I love hot springs. Anywhere I can get in a hot spring. For sure. It's just so much fun. So I would do that. I would go to the, um, there's also a penis museum there. Okay. (laughs) Seriously. Why do you need a museum for penises? Well, they do in Iceland. What what kind of things they got? They've got different penises. Like human penises? All kinds. They have animal penises. Just it's like I kind of feel like you've seen one. Yeah, but well, yeah, maybe no. the, do they have like a ride? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the workers there for an extra fee say, "Outback, we have a ride," and his name is Sven. <laughs> do they have a ride? No, I just meant you know, like there's a little trolley ride, and they take you on like a okay, like penises like a of the penis world train. tour. Who <laughs> wants the cover? Who wants the caboose? <laughs> no, Alexis is super excited about the penis. Just talk to her okay, when so you she's get a been, chance. She's Alexis been has actually museum. been to the penis yes, museum. Yes, she has. Okay. And she's like, oh my God, it's amazing. Lest lest we be misogynists, um, is there a vagina museum? I don't know. Is Good it next question. door? Well, because maybe there needs be. to be. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know how we. Oh, well, all the things you I started would do it with Iceland. Elf School. Yes, all Suddenly the things we're I in penis do, I want to go to. I want to go to the hot springs. I want to go to Elf School. I want to penis museum. Go to the penis museum. <laughs> That's it. Well, we've done Maybe Dawn's some Northern Lights trip planning. Yep. Yeah, you can see all of those things at the penis museum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a link up to the Elf School. How's that? Thank you. Um, when we come back. Dawn is going to continue this conversation (laughs) with 15 gross and weird things that we used to do before technology. Great. (laughs) When we return right here on White Talk 1071. Here's Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Right down in Apple Valley, super convenient to the metro. You and your whole family will be taken great care of when you make your appointments for dental checkups, routine exams, cleanings, whatever it takes. Uh, and you visit Dakota Dental like I do for both my regular checkups. And I've also been going to Dakota Dental the last year to take care of, well, I had a dental emergency that led to an implant procedure. If you've got questions about dental implants, I didn't know anything about dental implants. And in fact, I've learned so much about the entire process start to finish. Super grateful to the entire team at Dakota Dental who walked me through the process before I even started. They're like, here's what you can expect. Here's how long it's going to take. Here are some options for you to think about. 
I feel like they have walked me down that journey hand in hand. And I just have to wait another couple months for the last part of that procedure. Anything that comes to your dental health, head to dakotadental.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Plan a playcation. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. What? Chris Reavers, director of from? social media. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Oh, there we go. There we are. I don't know where that was happening oh my from. Gosh. Welcome back. <laughs> I thought you guys were doing something. No. no. Gosh, that I was wasn't strange. doing anything. I'm just sitting here and be bopping around. But hey. anyway, we do have a great. <laughs> you can, can you... join Kenny and I on um, the news yeah, when from you the guys Krabby. Do Krabby... Krabby Coffee Shop is on Wednesdays. I do a podcast with Kenny, our traffic kitty from the morning show. And John Height and Ross, our wonderful producer. And you can find that on garagelogic.com. Fabulous. It's under that umbrella. What do you so want to talk about now? Now I want to talk about before so modern technology, Bradley, we did a lot of very weird things. We did? What did I do? We did. We, well, you didn't we? do it. The royal we, okay. exactly. I'm going to start off. A couple of them are, uh, are kind of gross, involving, you know, dentists used to. So this is a list swish. you found somewhere? I did find a list, yes. Um, it's from Cracked, oh, okay. one of my favorite websites. Got they it. just do kind of weird and unusual stories. Okay, awesome. So the good old days of DIY windshield wipers. Wow. So early drivers had to get creative. They used stuff like plug tobacco or vegetables to clean their windshields in bad weather. Wait, plug tobacco? Plug tobacco? What does that mean? Is that like chewing tobacco? Must be? Plug tobacco. Um, So they would would get, I guess that they would Mm. use like a, cut a zucchini in half and try to wipe off their windows with How does that work, wiping your windshield with vegetables, I wonder? I don't know. Maybe it just creates some type (laughs) of a slush. (laughs) You're asking me the ins and outs of this. Why wouldn't you just use water and a rag? Well. Right? I think maybe there's something within the tobacco or the vegetables that breaks down the ice. Okay. I would say makes it, I don't know, or maybe it's just a scraper. You're just making a carrot. To Wait, a this is for like ice on your windshield? Yeah, uh, to clean off their windshields. Oh, I in thought, bad I'm weather. sorry. I thought you meant like dirty, like no, you know, gunky stuff. No, I think. Oh, okay. I think, so maybe there's something uh, anti freezy about yeah. tobacco. I don't know. So then they thought of mechanical windshield wipers. Thank God. Can you imagine trying to drive? Well, first of all, remember how a lot of those early cars didn't even have like tops on them? Uh You probably just wouldn't drive in bad weather. Right. Right. But if you're stuck out on the road, you know, you'd have to get out every once in a while and wipe it off. Sure, with an old zookie. <laughs> Make sure you leave the house with your zucchini, Bob. That's the first it looks thing like crappy of. weather today. I mean, what else? What other vegetables yeah. would work? Really, okra? Nope. I don't know. Nokra. <laughs> okra. Nokra. Okay. Also, so this is something we did before windshield wipers. Yes, Got that's it. correct. Okay. All right. okay. Uh, gross and weird things <sighs> before modern technology. Toothbrush. Oh, God. Since 3000 BCE, people have been cleaning their teeth with chew sticks, 
which oh, are twigs, I have heard of these. twigs with frayed ends. You so you know? just like... Yeah, you chew on a stick, you rub it across your teeth, you know. I could see that. I mean, using mint with it would probably help. Yeah, right? I just I, I, I just wonder like at what point people went like, you know, I really should work on my, my uh, dental hygiene. Like right. at what point in human <laughs> development did we go? It was probably somebody with really bad breath. And they were like, right. you know, Bob. They invented uh, maybe dental floss, some <laughs> type of a thread or something. Yeah. Because that's really. Well, they would have just used like like grass or right. like a piece of bamboo like, or something. Well, you have bad breath because you have that old steak left in your teeth there yeah. from two days ago. <laughs> I can see the big chunks of <laughs> antelope that you've been eating. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, yeah. Get yourself a chew stick if you're ever so on chew Survivor. Sticks. When, when were people using chew sticks? Like in the 1800s? Sorry, I've got it's lots of since, questions well, for you. Well, it's since 3000 BC. Oh, they were using... Wow. Yeah. Sticks. Yeah. Man. Sticks. Yes. I guess you know, they found evidence of it. Really, really go stand the test of time, don't they? <laughs> sticks? Yes. You can build a house, but don't... Do it if there's a wolf around, you know, because it'll blow it down, oh, right? Don't yeah. make a house. I forgot strong. about that part of human history. Um. Oh, so shaving prehistoric people shaved with clamshells. That's so interesting. Again, like, don't you wonder, prehistoric people, why did you shave? Like, why? Why? Just because you're, you know. Yeah. I don't know. They had nothing else to do. Flint knives, shark teeth. They used all those things. Oh. That'd be interesting. And then they moved on to gold or copper razors and obsidian glass. Oh, I bet that obsidian glass had cut right through you. Yeah. Like those flint. Uh, I just think of like what you, well, and I imagine they did it because of the, you know, they're like slicing up meat and animals with those things. And then they thought, well, hey, if it takes the hair off a goat. I mean, if you shave, I guess it would, you know, if you're talking about like lice and things that get mm. in hair, oh, yeah. maybe they shave their face because of that. Yeah. They didn't want me. I mean, they're obviously just have a chew stick to <laughs> brush their teeth. So they don't want stuff in their beard, I guess. Yeah, and they no, that they makes like to feel sense. the cool breeze on their do, face. Do you think they had like uh laser removal, like yes. the equivalent of like, laser hair removal back then? where you would just go to like Francine down the way and she would take an obsidian rock and just like take the Heat hair off up. all your body. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or they would get some type of a um, a glass and reflect it on your skin, you know. <laughs> to burn it off. Right, right. A parabolus, is that what What's that's called? What's that smell? Oh, that's Francine. She's got a side <laughs> gig. You got too much hair? Go to Francine. Yeah. She'll fry it right off. Oh my gosh. Okay, um... There was a pregnancy test that people used to no. do, and you might have heard of this. Is this the rabbit? It is. It's it's a rat, a mouse or a rat. They would inject your urine into the mouse or rat to see if it went into heat. That oh. was the 1927 pregnancy test. Oh, my God. I mean, maybe it's just going a little cuckoo because you injected urine into it. So you would pee, and then they would take it and inject it in the animal, and if the animal got heaty... How would you know that? I don't know. It's, I'm so not. Ran around asking, you know. And who came up with that idea? Uh, like, I, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just wait. Early 20s. Yeah. We'll just wait and see. Yeah. Um, here, once again, if you just joined us, this is gross. These are gross <laughs> and weird things disgusting. before modern technology. I love um, how it runs the gamut of like the 1920s all the way to 3000 BC. Yeah. Chewing sticks. Yeah. Um, so migraines, Romans and Greeks used electric shocks oh, from torpedo fish what? 
torpedo fish have like like an electric eel type okay. of a creature. Electric oh, shocks to treat migraines. How did they know to do that? I don't How know. How would you even think? Well, first of all, you'd have to know that that fish shocks. Okay, so we so figured that out. So what do you do? Out. You put your head in a tank with a torpedo fish? <laughs> like if you don't drown, you don't have a headache anymore. <laughs> Maybe just the top. Just dip it in, you oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so that, they use this until the 1700s. Did they? Re- is that like leeches? It sounds like it would be the same guy who came up with you know, leeches, like Probably. bleeding people for leeches. Oh my gosh. And that is how Abraham Lincoln ended up dying. I didn't know that. Yes. Because of leeches? Or George Washington. But he got shot. Oh, Abraham. <laughs> 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 oh I'm still not all there right now. George Washington. Sorry. George Gone. Washington, our first I president. Think that's how Lincoln died. <laughs> I think he was shot. Never repeat that I said that. Well, Mike, <laughs> you know what to do. Oh, I got oh, it. Gosh, oh no. So anyway, <laughs> oh, Europeans kept using this until the 1700s when electric eels were found for stronger shocks. So uh, that's well, well. Thankfully, and then oh gosh, this is just so bizarre. <laughs> of all the things. That people would think of. But I, I do know, like, in you and I both, if you guys are just joining us, by the way, Don found this crazy list of all the weird things we used to do uh, before we actually knew better. Um, that, like, ancient civilizations used to do the drilling in the hole in the, uh, hole in the head thing. Mm. Like, if you had some sort of, you know, like, if a person was having seizures or some sort of uh, mental trauma, they would drill oftentimes a hole in the scalp. Oh, and that would release, release pressure. pressure. Yeah. But can you imagine? No. No anesthesia. <laughs> no antiseptic. No. And oh, no thanks. Just like and no electricity. Room. Like, how do you bore a hole in somebody's head? I guess you get a hammer and a, a oh really God, good stick. No. I mean, remember you said a sticks stick. are really popular. They I'm telling you, sticks, man. Time. Like, if somebody said you can have one thing on an island, sticks. Stick. Yeah. I'm taking a stick. All right. Let's uh, find a few <laughs> others here. Um, preserving food. Poor Mike is. Dying over there. Are you okay, Mike? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Our good friend food. Phil just called and said JFK also died of leeches. Oh, yeah. No. Phil, <laughs> we don't need your input. Okay. To preserve food, Russians used to drop frogs in milk to keep it from going bad. Frogs in milk? Yes. Now, as it turns out, frog goo has germ-fighting powers. Nope. I'm sorry. I so it actually was I'm done with that. Did work, but I don't know. It did work. According to whom? <laughs> People that drank the milk like, later. You didn't it die. Spoiled. So like, listen. Also, milk doesn't really spoil. It just kind of becomes cheese. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. I guess milk can go bad. <laughs> no, I know. Do you good. want to hear about erasers? I, I do. Okay. Until the 1770s. <laughs> People <laughs> used bread. As an eraser, bread. People used to use bread? <laughs> I don't know why this. <laughs> She's lost. I don't think those drugs that she was on last week have completely left her no system. Chance. No chance. Literally, she so has stupid. said that. Oh, I'm like a breadstick. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln killed by leeches. I'm sorry. James Wil- Wilkes Booth. Or John Wilkes Booth, noted leech. Oh. 
Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I think we're going we're gonna to put Dawn out of her misery for the break. Enough time to breathe and gather yourself so that when we come back, Mike, when he spins that wheel, will have a game we can play. And I don't know, Dawn. I, I like your chances, Bradley. I think my chances are good today. We'll be right back. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, <clears throat> and hey. these adventures include... Hey, before we do that, can I follow up on something real Oh, quick? yeah, for sure. So we were just um, laughing weirdly about bizarre things, and then Dawn lost her mind, um, but <laughs> part of the conversation we were just talking about was like rubbing vegetables on windshields to keep the ice in the snow. Right, right. That's what, uh, before windshield wipers, people would use vegetables yeah, and, I, and we didn't like, know what that was you about do that well two people have let us know uh that the sugar and i'm reading from a text from a friend uh who texted in the break the sugar and salt lowers the freezing temperature it's a natural antifreeze well that's great so what potato just like a potato you or say whatever? potato i say potato or i say antifreeze yeah you could just okay rub a potato on your window Right, that's all. If you run I out of that stuff. If you really need to break it up, that if you have a Pepsi, you can pour that on your windshield, and oh. that will dissolve anything. Your teeth, whatever. Great. That <laughs> right. sounds like a good call. Your teeth? Okay, let's play. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, let's Time play Time now to play along. <laughs> it's Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is time to play another edition of Game Show Roulette. You know what we do. we got to spin the wheel and figure out what we're playing. Hmm? Hmm? What do we got to do? Where are we going to go? But here's the thing. We've only played Family Feud co-op style where we're working together. Now oh. it's head-to-head Family Feud. This is the more traditional Family but Feud. Oh, my God. My is my family, family here? Well, if you want them to be, you can. You guys are good with voices. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. That's too much work <laughs> for the last Basically duplicate segment. my voice with my mom <laughs> and my sisters. There you go. But, yeah, it's uh, just going to play exactly like Family Feud. We'll have a question. You each will uh, buzz in with your name. If whoever has the highest on there gets to choose if they want to play or pass. Okay. And then they'll have, uh, we'll do two strikes just to get the game going a little bit further quicker along rather than three okay. with it being head to head and then if you get those two strikes uh, you're obviously out and your opponent <clears throat> has an opportunity to steal all the points for that round we've got three rounds set two first two will be normal second round will or the final round will be uh, double the points and we're going to come up with a winner so, Yay! Let's do it. You guys ready to do it? I am. Yeah. All right. So again, you know how it works. You uh, yell out your name, okay. and that is going to be your buzzer. And then when you buzz in, give me uh, your top answer for this question. Okay. Name a house you would never want to be in. Dawn. Dawn. Um, answer. A haunted house. That is number one on the list. Oh haunted my God, house. How dare Nicely you? done. Twenty-seven <laughs> points there for haunted house. Now, do you want to play or pass? Now, again, if you play, you can give me as many as you think that are on the list. There are eight answers on the board, and okay. then uh, if you miss, uh, then Bradley gets to try to steal at the end. Okay, but, I might as well play. Yeah, it's always yeah. better choices okay. to play. Yes. Yeah. People, okay. When okay. people say pass, it's just they don't know what's going on. So go ahead I mean, and I play. Said it, so. You've got two. <laughs> Well, I would have helped you. We've got uh, two strikes you've got to work with. Help her? No, to help to her help to say that she should have played. Yeah, not say not things like Lincoln was <laughs> killed go. by leeches. I can't. Correct. I can't. Name a house you would never Maybe want that was to be Washington. in. Washington. <laughs> go ahead, Don. You got another answer for okay, us? Okay. Um, I would say, um, how about um, a mental <laughs> asylum? 
house. Good, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Right, good okay. answer. Okay. That's the family. The family always yells yeah. good answer. But yeah. uh, uh, let's see. Is it on the board? Ooh, they always yell good answer when it's a bad answer. Well, <laughs> they used to call it an N house. Like a, you know. That's like not on the board. Uh, crazy so, house. Oh, I'd be like, what is... She? Okay, all right. Okay, not that end. Not on the board. No, so okay, let's go on. I have one more Seven points on the first one, so that's where you're sitting right okay. now. You've got the opportunity, but you only have one strike to work with. Um, a house you never want to like, be in. What? Your mother-in-law's house. Oh, mother-in-law's house. Survey says... Oh, I would have thought that would have been good because, because Family Feud, they didn't like mother-in-laws. I know. All right. So, Bradley, with that, that gives you a lot of room. There are seven <laughs> answers still them. on the board. Yeah. Um, if you get this one right, you get to steal all of the points from this round. Fun house! A fun house. Oh, wait. You don't want to be in it. Oh, wait. No. Yeah, Can name, I change my answer? Name a house you never <laughs> want to no. be in. Um, change it. I would say mad. A mad Well, house. that's what I meant with the uh, mental house. We'll give it a little... That's kind of the same answer. No, no, that's kind of like the same answer vibes. So, oh, it is? Yeah, they would have oh. given you the beep, beep. So. Okay. Man, man. I need a different answer. Okay. okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, mouse. A mouse house. All right. <laughs> is mouse house on the board to steal the points? <laughs> God, we're hard. bad at this. Well, Listeners uh, are screaming. There are my talkers across are? the world screaming right now. Well, yeah. Jailhouse. I mean, jail is number two on the board. Oh. Also on the board, uh, you've got the drug house. You've got a small drug house. A crack house. A small house, a glass house, a cat house, or an outhouse. Oh, All acceptable oh, answers. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Boy. So the good news is, though, Don, you get the points. 27 points stay That's with you. Great. Yeah. So okay. we move on to question number two. She got points out of that. But okay. She got the number one answer. Fine. And you didn't steal, so she gets to keep them. Here we go. I I should have passed that. That's just good. Yeah, anyway, go on. Second question. Okay. If you could go to the land of Oz, what would you ask the wizard for? Bradley Tree. Bradley. (gasps) Ruby slippers? Ruby slippers. Is it on the board? It is not. Dawn, wide open board for you. What would you ask for, though? For the uh, from the uh, wizard, if you went to the land of Oz, to go home. To go home? Yes, there's okay. no place like home. That's what she wanted. She okay. wanted to go. Uh, home. I didn't home. ask that you what Dorothy wish. wanted. I asked what you wanted. We'll go back to Bradley. What? This isn't Wizard of the Wizard of Oz like trivia. If we are you horrible, like could go to the land of Oz. Okay, all right. I'm going to oh, do this geez. the right way. All right, Bradley, you get a chance here. Say, ask the question again. If you could go to the land of Oz, what would you ask the wizard for? Brains. Brains. Survey says that is on the board. A brain was number three. It took me a while, but I got there. Would you like to play or would you like to pass, Bradley? Uh, How many do I have to get? Uh, So if you get two strikes, you if you play and you get two strikes, but Don can't answer, you still get to keep all the points. If you pass, then you have to get one correct to steal the points. You you always want to play. Nobody. Okay, I'm gonna play. So just play. Yep. Boo! Go ahead, think about it again. If you went to the land (laughs) of Oz, what would you ask the wizard for? Uh, I would. Leeches is your answer. That's That's it. You can't change it. That was me saying you. No. My answer is I would ask for a heart. A heart. Aw. Survey says. Oh no, sorry. Okay, so did okay. Let me let me try again. Okay. I would say money. Number one answer. There you go. Money is yes! what people were asking for the most. 
quickly, can you come up with another one here? I would say and in um, live forever. Live forever. Whoa. Survey says what? not there. But Don, here's the situation now. We're running yeah. out of time here. This has gone now really, really quick. So what yeah. I need you to do is come up with one of the other five on the board. There's still five on the board. Oh, she's like no big deal. If you can come up with one of those five on the board, you will be the winner today because you already won the first round. Okay. Now we're going for the second round. A brand new car. A brand new car. Yes. No, nobody wants Interesting. That. Back in the day. If you could go to the land of Oz, what would you ask for? Don says a brand new car. Survey says... Not on the board. Oh, shoot. Wow, you really failed. You can't. I'm sorry. So nobody answers now. Now Mike tells us. I won. Yeah, Bradley ended up winning because he got the 44 points. Uh, Also on the board, a hot bod. Peace on Earth. Hot bod? Good looking body. Which which (laughs) idiot? Peace on Earth. After the person who said peace on Earth. Okay. Love, happiness, and the uh, and magic power or to fly. Those were the answers. Oh, wow. We are not I'm sorry. That was was rough. It's okay. It's all right. We tried, though. Don't worry about it. You guys did your best. We tried. Yep. That's all you can do. Dawn, which of those things do you want most? A hot bod, world peace. (laughs) A hot bod. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Dawn's going to go read the Wikipedia entry on uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and we're going to do a quiz tomorrow on the presidents of America. And when we return, Lori and Julia will be here. We will be back, I promise, tomorrow from noon to three on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Till tomorrow. Bye! Bye.